What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Brian Janu Show. As you know, I am Brian Janu, and like always on all podcast platforms everywhere, it's Brian Janu Show. Social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook, Brian Janu Show, and of course, YouTube channel, Brian Janu Show, man. Tonight, I am doing wrestling life. This episode is going to be interesting, man. Uh, so, it has officially been, what, 96, no, 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 not 96, yeah, 96 hours, because yesterday it was 72, so 96 hours since the complete and utter mishandling <laughs> Of the WrestleMania 40 main event of night two. Everybody has had their takes. I took I had my take Saturday, Sunday when I watched NXT. Watch NXT right now, matter of fact. But tonight, I decided to not just do wrestling life on this. I decided to... Um, I decided to particularly... Do a deep dive. You see, the problem with this is there's two storylines going on right now in WWE. One, it's of course the bloodline storyline, Roman Reigns and The Rock. The other side of that coin is the finish the story storyline, which is Cody Rhodes getting the WWE Championship away from who is holding it. Right now, and that is Roman Reigns. And that has kind of been the goddamn dilemma. Now, I am, like I said, Friday night. I watched SmackDown like everybody watched Friday night SmackDown. I watched it. Yeah. Cody said everything right. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for everything you have. I'm coming for your title. I, I want to fight you. I'm just not going to do it at WrestleMania. Then he says, I took special counsel. Like I said, I had special counsel. One person in particular that I talked to, he said he knows you very well. Enter in The Rock. Let me pause it for right, right, just right there for a second. This, if you actually now listen to what Cody said, right, that I took special counsel one person that I talked to said he knows you very well. Did this nigga rock in the sense of a story? Let's let's put it into like, yeah, Rock and Cody really had a conversation. Let's put it into the sense of a story. Think about this for a second. Did the Rock tell his nigga, hey bro, <laughs> how about I take your shot at Roman Reigns this year at WrestleMania? Because <laughs> nigga, last year you didn't get it done. So let me help you out. <laughs> I'm going I'm to take the shot. All right, I got you. I got you. I'm going to whoop his ass for you. I got you. Let's just put it into perspective of a wrestling story. Then The Rock comes out. His big-headed ass comes out. <laughs> and crowd goes crazy, does the shit. Uh, and when he gets in the ring, Cody has this this look in his eyes that signals 
I do not want to do this. But my boss is making me do this. This is going to be the dumbest shit on the planet. But I'm going to do it because I am a professional. See, this is the one thing that people are not continuously having this conversation about. The fact that Cody, storyline or forced, whatever, that he just, just stepped aside, professionally just stepped aside and said, you know what, man? Take it. Now, I don't give a fuck if you're a Cody fan. I don't give a fuck if you're a Rock and Roman fan. Name me one person in the world right now that would have done that shit. You motherfuckers probably be like, nigga, fuck you. I'm not doing that shit. I earned my right to win this, to, to fight this motherfucker again. And I'm supposed to just give it to you, nigga, just because you not the boss. Fuck you, nigga. On your way, nigga. Fuck you. You know how this shit go. But he stepped aside, let The Rock have a match. So we continuously think. But we, we know it's happening. And ever since then, that, like I said, that was Sunday when I did my show of the NXT TakeOver. NXT. Man, that shit is always going to be a TakeOver to me. But NXT Vengeance Day. So The Rock and WWE did not expect this backlash. The damn video, I've lost count of how many people have actually disliked the video. They said about 500,000, some people said 600,000, I don't know, it it might fucking hit already a million, I don't fucking know. It is one of the most disliked videos in WWE history. It's so bad, it's one of the most disliked videos in YouTube history. Yeah, that's not good. Which is why I'm doing a deep dive tonight, because I want to explain why both storylines have the right to to the WrestleMania main event. Both storylines have the right to WrestleMania main event. The timing of which, for one storyline, is completely and utterly fucking terrible. And it kind of negates the actual storyline that we all as wrestling fans, and I don't give a fuck what you want to say. Everybody is invested. And I'm not talking to you casual motherfuckers that just watching The Rock come back and now you want to be, now having a vested interest in WWE. I'm not talking to you niggas. Fuck you. I'm not talking to you. Kiss my ass. I'm talking to the actual fans that watch this shit. That watch Monday Night Raw. That watch NXT right now. That's watch NXT right now. Just going to watch Friday Night Smackdown. Watch every PLE. If it's an NXT or if it's a WWE Bullshit B B pay per view. They watched Fastlane last year when Jay and Jim when Jay and Cody won the fucking undisputed tag team championships, and everybody was like, "What the fuck did they just win? What, why did they win? What what sense did that make?" Yeah, that dumb people. I'm talking to y'all. I'm not talking to these fucking fanboys that came back because the Attitude Era has a little now shine. Fuck out of here. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to them. The Bloodline storyline started in 2020. Yeah, I'm going all the way back. (laughs) The Bloodline storyline started in 2020. Roman Reigns 
due to the pandemic, cannot fight for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania 36. People forget this shit. Roman was supposed to fight at WrestleMania 36 against Goldberg. He was already he was supposed to win the Universal Championship at WrestleMania 36. Yeah, when he was the big dog still. And y'all remember? Y'all hated that fucking character? And y'all was like, this fucking character sucks. What the fuck? I don't want this fucking character. I don't care. But he didn't fight because most of the pandemic, he was pretty much gone from TV because of, you know, his uh, leukemia. Totally understandable. I have a heart condition. I totally understand. You got you to gotta be very cautious of how your health is going to be seen in these situations, especially when COVID, you didn't really know anything of it. You just knew people that have a really weak immune system. You should not be outside. You shouldn't be around anybody that can get sick. You shouldn't be around any of that shit at all. So I totally understand that. So as he got clearance, I guess, I'm assuming from his doctors, his health, everybody, he comes back to the WWE in SummerSlam 2020 in the end of the Fiend and Brian Strowman match. And he comes back and he turns heel. Takes out the Fiend. Takes out Braun Strowman. Take them out. I've never in my life ever seen WWE do a fucking pay-per-view literally the next fucking week. But they did a pay-per-view the next fucking week. Payback. Roman not only comes out and wins the title. This motherfucker walks into the match. Signs the contract after Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt beat the living hell out of each other. And then he signs the contract and officially says, I'm in the match. Goes in, spears Bray Wyatt, spears Braun Strowman. Hits Bray Wyatt with a couple chair shots. Spear Braun Strowman again and then won the match and became the Universal Champion. That is what we are on now. That's where we're at right now with the title. He has been champion since then. His first real title defense was Braun Strowman. People forget that. His first real title defense was like that Friday after that. He fought Braun Strowman before I think Braun Strowman went to Raw. Yeah. I think Braun Strowman got, either he got drafted to Raw or some shit. I don't know how the fuck Braun Strowman ended up on Raw, but he ended up on Raw. But he fought Braun, no, Braun, no, I think Braun Strowman, something happened with Braun Strowman. He ended up somehow, some way, not, I think he ended up on Raw. I'm not too sure, but I'm, I remember that. But his first title defense was against Braun Strowman. I do remember that on Friday Night Smackdown. And then, he fought. Then that's when the feud of him and Jay Uso started. And they fought at Night of Champions. And that match was just for the uh, the tag team, uh, for the Universal Championship. Then the next match is when the Tribal Chief became the conversation. The Hell in a Cell I Quit match. That match was, by the way, one of the best fucking matches of his title run. I'm, I'm going to be honest. That Night of Champions match was also really good. But that motherfucker was like, all right, WWE, you might got some with this shit. Roman then makes Brian, uh, makes uh, uh, Jey Uso fall in line the next Friday Night SmackDown. Pretty obvious. He falls in line because he tells him, if you don't fall in line. I watched this shit today on YouTube just to make sure I wasn't tripping when I saw this shit. He told Jey Uso, if you don't fall in line, you out the family. Point blank period. You don't fall in line, you out the family. Okay, cool. Jay then beats the living hell out of Daniel Bryan. He said, I understand. I understand. And he joins the fucking bloodline. That was, what, September and October. 
October? Yeah. And then his next few was with Kevin Owens. And they fought in a TLC match. They fought at Royal Rumble in a last man standing match. And then they fought, which, by the way, his title reign would have should have ended then. Like, I've never seen a fucking last man standing match get stopped because the motherfucker can't stand up. Roman Reigns got handcuffed. Y'all remember this? He got handcuffed to the stage. And because he was supposed to win the match, which, by the way, is just terrible fucking obvious. Fucking terrible. That is fucking horrible. Like, the referee stopped it because Roman Reigns couldn't find the key to the handcuffs. So they had to stop the match. It's a last man standing match. What the fuck are you stopping it for, sir? It's a last man standing match. They stopped the fucking match. They find the key, get him out the cuffs. He beats Kevin Owens. He moves on to the next thing. And that's when his feud with Daniel Bryan and Edge started. Going to WrestleMania 37. That's when the crowd kind of comes back. He fights him at WrestleMania 37. And then for like a good stretch of time, he fought, I think, what, Cesaro at Backlash. After that WrestleMania 37, he fought Cesaro at Backlash. I want to say he started up his feud with Rey Mysterio around that time, too. Him and Rey Mysterio had a feud at that time. Which he beat the living hell out of Rey in the Hell in the Cell match. That's around the time when he also powerbombed Dominic Mysterio out the fucking ring. Everybody continues to show when he fucking literally powerbombed this nigga out the ring. And then he got stale. <laughs> he got fucking stale, man. He got stale. The storyline got stale. The bloodline storyline. Then he started to fight like Finn Ballard. And that shit didn't make sense. It was just it, they were just throwing shit at the wall for the bloodline storyline. It was just it was just bad at that time. And then Edge came back in Money in the Bank. And this is when his storyline kind of kind of picked up. Edge comes back. Fights him at Money in the Bank. But this is also around the time when Jimmy Uso came back. Because everybody remembers Jimmy Uso tore his ACL, I think. Yeah, tore his ACL. And, yeah, he was out of the ring for like a year and a half. But he came back, and if you remember the storyline, he uh, he tells – the first thing he does is when he first got back to the damn – in the storyline, because he was already ingrained into the storyline. He was already ingrained in the storyline when um, Jay and Roman fought the first time. Came out throwing the towel for the Night of Champions. And then the only way Jay fell in line was because Jimmy started getting choked in the guillotine. And he quit because of Jimmy. Which is why the storyline has always been centered around when Jimmy and Jay first started. Like when Jimmy first got into the storyline. That's why it's always been ingrained in how Jay protected Jimmy. And then when Jimmy betrayed Roman, he was doing it to protect Jay. It's kind of why the storyline has always been that way. But anyway, Jimmy then comes back over to that. Jay leaves. We forget this wasn't the Jay leaving the bloodline. That's like an ongoing thing. But the first time he leaves the bloodline, he left the bloodline because of how Jimmy uh, and Roman were fighting over him, and they kept fighting over him. 
He leaves the bloodline storyline. And then Jimmy's trying to prove that he can be the right-hand man, but Roman is fucking manipulative. So what does he do? He tells him, literally, he literally tells him, he literally tells him, your brother is the right-hand man. He can do this better than you can. Make a matter of fact, go get your brother. Why, 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 why are we talking? Why, like, and that is always the, that is why they're, they're, why Jimmy and Roman have always had tension because Roman's always used Jimmy as like, your brother is always better than you. I saw your brother, I made your brother into the right-hand man. I made your brother into main event Jey Uso. When you was gone, what can you really do for me? That's why Jimmy has always, in this whole entire storyline, Jimmy's always tried to one-up Jay. He's always tried to be the right-hand man. So when you saw Jay Roman say Solo now is the tribal heir, that's why Jimmy was like, what the fuck? Wait, what? Now your other little brother is in front of you. But Jimmy comes back, Jay comes back, they get back together as the Usos. They go out to the Mysterials. They win the tag team titles at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. And start their title run. And then... This is truly one of the damn storyline. Really got fucking bored. Oh, good God. John Cena comes back. Remember this? John Cena came back. <laughs> fought Roman at Money in the Bank. I mean, fought Roman at SummerSlam. But you're trying to force Finn Balor to fight him, which made no fucking sense. Because he already had been beaten Finn like two times before that. John Cena comes back. So they made him fight Edge, beat Edge. He beat John Cena at SummerSlam. Then he beat Brock Lesnar at Crown Jewel. And then he beat Brock Lesnar again. Uh, and then they fought again. When the fuck did they fight? Not at SummerSlam. I ain't fight at SummerSlam. Fucking fight again. Oh, no, 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 no. He didn't fight Brock until WrestleMania that year. The next year. He didn't fight, yeah, he didn't fight Brock till, Brock till WrestleMania 38. But that was the storyline. Roman. But Brock came back, they fought at Crown Jewel. And then this is when the storyline kind of started to get actually good. Sami Zayn got put into the storyline. And this is the thing. Sami Zayn made this storyline. If it was just Roman and the Usos and Solo by themselves, this shit would have died two years early. Because I saw Roman and, J- and Jimmy when they were just themselves, they were just winning championships, always using each other to win. What was the point of the storyline? But they go off and then he fights Drew McIntyre, class of the castle. Solo then appears, adds to the bloodline. And then for the next couple months, 
they literally build the storyline of damn near perfection. Cinema. They didn't miss. That's rare. That's fucking rare. They didn't miss. This whole storyline got better. But for like a year and a half, when the bloodline finally, like when the Usos got together and Roman got together, that storyline was dull as a motherfucker. I know, I know. No, it wasn't. Yes, it fucking was. Sammy made that storyline better. And this is why I felt at WrestleMania 39, what the fuck do you do with this storyline now? They continue this. Sammy continues to stay. Uh, no, 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 I messed up. Sammy didn't get into the bloodline storyline until after WrestleMania 38. Yeah. So, wait a minute. Okay, let me go back to the time frame. So, yeah, Bronco and Roman fought at Crown Jewel. Which proceeded to then have a long-ass... Like a oh Roman fought Drew McIntyre Survivor Series. I remember that shit. And then I think he fought Big E. I think he fought Big E at Survivor Series that year. Yeah, he fought Big E. Which goes into then him fighting Seth Rollins at Raw Rumble twenty twenty two, which. That Raw Rumble, in in that time period, Paul Heyman left the bloodline. Left the bloodline to go team up with Brock Lesnar again. Fast forward back to Raw Rumble. Roman beat Seth Rollins. Well, Seth Rollins beat Roman in a disqualification. Brock Lesnar gets betrayed by Paul Heyman. Gives Roman the belt. Brock Lesnar then uses it, beats him. Brock, uh, Bobby Lashley. Then uses that to win the belt back. Keep the belt. Elimination Chamber happens. You know, Roman and Paul get back together. Bloodline, everybody back together in that situation. Go into Elimination Chamber. That night at the Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar won the Royal Rumble. That night at the Elimination Chamber, I mean, at the Royal Rumble, Brock wins the Royal Rumble. And then Brock Lesnar then... Still goes into the Elimination Chamber and get the belt. I, I, I still don't understand that fucking creative thought process. Like, the nigga is... What the fuck? Just so they could promote, promote it as, this is the biggest WrestleMania main event of all time. It's so fucking stupid. But night two is supposed to be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar to unify the damn championships. And you can finally do what you've been trying to do with Roman Reigns when he's fought Brock Lesnar. Put Roman Reigns over, and the fans will not revolt against it. Funny how that goes. Because that is where the finish, the story, kicks off. Cody Rhodes comes back to WWE. We all know Cody Rhodes started AEW was executive vice president, was one of the performers, decided to leave the company he started to come back to WWE. Think about that. 
He comes back at that WrestleMania night one. Him and Seth Rollins have a fucking classic. One of the reasons for why I created this show. One of the reasons why I created Wrestling Life. I had a wrestling podcast. My brother, Sir Splex. But things happen. And, you know, I I love wrestling. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it by myself. And I'm cool with it. Let's do it. And I did it. But Cody and Seth have a fucking classic. The next night is real Roman beats Brock. He finally topples the beast and takes the titles. But this is also where the fucking dilemma starts. Because the fact that Roman now beats Brock Lesnar, he has two titles. He has the WWE Championship and the Universal title. Which then creates the fucking problem. He then starts to now not appear on fucking Raw. Still kind of appears on SmackDown. Not as frequently like he was when he was just a Universal Champion. But then he just disappears. You have two titles. And you're gone? What? Make that make sense. I don't know what the fuck that was. Sorry. I don't know what the fuck. You have two titles, you just disappear. Gone. Before that backlash with the Usos versus Rated RK Bro and Drew McIntyre. One of the best uh, six-man tag matches I've seen in, 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 in years. This per- creates this energy of Roman telling them, hey, I want y'all to go get the tag team titles from Raw. So the Usos and Roman can be undisputed champions over all brands, which is still the dilemma that the fucking WWE has right the fuck now. That they can't get out of, which I still believe they, I still think they need to break up the fucking tag team titles. I'm assuming they're trying to create tag team titles. That's probably why it haven't happened. Because they're trying to separate the tag team titles. And when they do, SmackDown's going to get their pair. Raw's going to get their pair. That's what the fuck I'm assuming. (sighs) But Roman then leaves. He leaves. After the Usos capture their titles, he leaves. And we don't see Roman until what? Money in a bank? Around money in a bank time? That's when his vacation started to kick in. That's when he signed a new contract. And his vacation started to kick in. No, he said that. No, he that. No, but. But then, yeah, he came back, what, around, like, SummerSlam time? He fought Riddle. Fought Riddle. I remember that. He fought Riddle 
on like a summer match, like a title match for against Riddle. And then Brock Lesnar came back. And they didn't fight until SummerSlam. Which SummerSlam was like in July of that year. I I, I, I actually thought that was a good idea. Like put SummerSlam in July. That actually makes fucking sense. Um it's right in the middle of the summer, it's not at the end, but that's just me. Um I just thought that made that actually a good idea. I'm like, I don't actually make sense. I actually think WWE should do that more. I think they should actually put SummerSlam in July, not August. That's just me. Maybe I'm the only one, but yeah. Because it's right in the middle. It's right in the fucking middle. It's like not some like, maybe it's me. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> but Brock Lesnar and him have, Brock Lesnar and him didn't have the best, what the fuck? Oh, that was pretty cool. NXT just, just, anyway. Um, but, Oh, that's fucking cool. Oh, that's tight. I like that. But NXT, <laughs> I'm watching NXT, I'm sorry. But, and him and Ron and Brock have probably their best match of the entire time that they have. Like, let's be real. That was their best fucking match they've ever had. That last man standing match at uh, SummerSlam in 2022. That was their best match. Best fucking match. They didn't go off, and this is where the bloodline storyline really hit its peak. Sami Zayn. I talked about it earlier. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn didn't get incorporated into this situation. He was kind of scattering in and out, but they never really put him on this until after the Brock Lesnar feud. And then he really became a part of the bloodline storyline. By the way, this is also around the time where Vince McMahon first got ejected out of the company. Got to go. I was there the first Raw after Vince left. I went to that Raw. It was crazy. <laughs> But then this is when Drew McIntyre then entered into the picture. Like I said, it's also when Sami Zayn entered into the picture. And Sami Zayn, like I said, made that storyline cinema. He made it the best storyline I think we've ever seen in WWE. Ever. Now you're probably wondering. Cody. What the fuck was Cody? Well, Cody... Had a match against set at Backlash, and then he had another match against set at Hell in a Cell, and he tore his pectoral, he tore his pec, pectoral muscle, off the bone. But in that match, I remember countless of people saying, "Yo, this might be the greatest performance we've ever seen. This man, you can hit a crowd when he took his fucking jacket off. They were like, oh." My God. What the fuck? It's my Torres pectoral muscle. You can see it. And he still went out there and wrestled a 30-minute fucking match against Seth Rollins, who is literally one of the best wrestlers in the company. And this man beat Seth Rollins three times. So Cody was gone. But the Bloodline storyline became such a fucking hot attraction 
that you kind of make up for Cody being gone. Around this time is when also Raw started to have a dilemma. No champion. Roman would never be on Raw. He would always be on SmackDown. He would only challenge SmackDown competitors. He never fought Raw competitors. So you're running into a dilemma. Like I said, you got two titles and the motherfucker never really shows up. It's kind of a problem. He beats Drew McIntyre. Then, then they bring up uh, Solo, who was already in NXT. By the way, I still don't understand how Solo won the North American Championship and then he had to give it back to NXT. That's the dumbest shit on the planet. Like, people forget that. Like, Solo won the North American Championship from Carmelo Hayes. I think he had, like, one title defense on, from, from, like, NXT to WWE on, NX, from, on SmackDown. He had one title defense. And then they had to dump the title back to NXT. It sounds dumb than a motherfucker that that is actually what happened. But it actually fucking happened. Solo won. What Dominic Mysterio did with the NXT North American title. Imagine if Solo would have had the NXT North American title the entire time in the bloodline. Fucking unstoppable, bro. Like, come on, man. But Solo gets added to the bloodline. Then goes into... The next pay-per-view, which is so, uh, Survivor Series War Games. We all know that Survivor Series match. The Brawling Brutes versus Brawling Brutes of uh, Sheamus, uh, Pete Dunne. Thank God they made that man back, back, back to Pete Dunne. Rich Holland, <laughs> Kevin Owens, and Drew McIntyre versus the Bloodline. Uso, Solo, Roman, and of course Sami Zayn. This is where the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens story starts really in this bloodline situation. Sami helps the bloodline win by low-blowing Kevin Owens and Hulula kicking his head into the third row. <laughs> Jimmy then scores the win. Jimmy then accepts Solo into the bloodline, which I could get into that on his own separate occasion, but I'm trying to, you know, Then goes into, can Roman trust Sami Zayn? For the next two months, and up until Royal Rumble, it was literally just about trying to trust Sami Zayn. Royal Rumble comes. Roman has to fight Kevin Owens. Cool. We all know how this plays out. <laughs> Matter of fact, this might be the only match... Where he didn't get any help. Yeah, I know. That shit sounds absolutely crazy. But it might have been the only match that he didn't get any help in the damn entire... Like, because even when Sammy gave him the chair, it wasn't even... Like, Sammy kind of, like, was hesitant. But that might have been the only match I saw in this entire Paralyzed storyline where Roman beat his ass clean. That in the backlash match against uh, Cesaro. That might have been the only two matches I've ever seen Roman beat somebody clean. But but then which enters back into Cody Rose because after the Tom Peck he returns at the Royal Rumble wins the Royal Rumble, comes in at number 30, throws out Gunther to end that and now he is going to WrestleMania 39 to fight the champion, which was Roman Reigns. Like I said, he beat Kevin Owens. The whole Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn dilemma starts. 
they get back together. Kevin Owens, you know, Kevin Owens comes out to save him at Elimination Chamber. But Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes have this conversation. Before that, Sami Zayn takes his shot at Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber. But this is where Paul Heyman earns his money. Because he comes out on Monday Night Raw with Cody Rhodes cutting a promo. And he literally says, hey, man, we I forgot. Me and the Tribal Chief want to acknowledge you as the 2023 Royal Rumble winner. And Cody cuts this amazing promo. Incredible promo. And Paul Heyman comes right back and cut one back on him. And Cody literally tells Paul Heyman, I'm just trying to win a championship. That's it. I just want to win a championship. And everybody continues to make this shit personal. He didn't say shit, but y'all know. Everybody continues to make this personal. I just want to win a championship, but you keep trying to make it personal. So tell your boy, Roman Reigns, that I'm coming for him. Everybody, again, at this time was shitting on Cody Rhodes because everybody wanted Sammy to beat Roman. He was never going to beat Roman, just from what y'all know. But Cody then says in this promo to Sammy Zayn, he's like, listen, man, it doesn't even matter about me. It doesn't even matter about what people think. Do you think you can beat Roman Reigns? Then if you think you can beat Roman Reigns, I am 100% behind you. And I look forward to fighting you at WrestleMania. Just like that. People wanted to instantly hate this man. And immediately, it was like, oh shit. I respect that. Sammy, of course, loses to Roman at Unlimited Chamber. Obviously. Which leads up to the Roman Cody match at WrestleMania 39. In this time period, also, is when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, like I said, get back together because Cody finally administers a parlay and get them back on the same page. And at the end of that SmackDown, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn hug each other after beating down the Usos. And you can just feel it. The bloodline's about to crumble. Holy shit. Which brings me to the bloodline and finish the story. The dilemma that we're all at right now. WrestleMania 39 would have been perfect for Roman to fight The Rock. Perfect. Night one Roman Rock, the bloodline storyline was about to crumble. Uso's gonna lose the titles. Roman was, this is the most threatened of a title run Roman's been on ever. WrestleMania 39 would have been perfect. How you build it, I don't know, but it's the Rock like he's doing right now. You could have figured it out. But then The Rock says, nah, I'm good. What? Oh, I'm not in ring shape. 
What? Oh, yeah, creative also. They didn't have anything for me, and I didn't want to. What? What? We all were saying this. I said it. If The Rock come back and fight Roman in night one, I would not be mad at that. I personally don't want the match. I don't give a fuck about the match. As long as Roman goes over on The Rock, I don't give a fuck. Because Roman has to beat the fucking Rock. But I've also said, if the title's not on the line, you can probably do Roman losing to The Rock. That's pretty obvious. But the fact, if the title is on the line, Roman cannot lose to The Rock. He can't. You're not about to let the fucking Rock come in and end this man's winning title reign because he's the fucking Rock. No, that don't, that don't sound right. That is absolutely fucking stupid. This long-ass title reign, y'all gonna have the Rock beat Roman? For fucking what? So he could drop the belt in fucking SummerSlam? Like, because he's never gonna fucking be there. He's never gonna fucking be there. When Roman had both titles and no other title was there on Raw, if The Rock came in and beat Roman Reigns, what the fuck is the purpose? You should just get rid of the fucking titles. You should just add Intercontinental in the U.S. Championship. The Bloodline storyline was on the decline. It had hit the peak of the storyline. It hit the peak. It was perfect. Perfect timing for The Rock to come in, have the match, lose to Roman. Roman dropped the titles the next night to Cody. Boom. We're done. With this also the dilemma of this situation, you would also kill the obvious dilemma you have right now, which is the World Heavyweight Championship, because there will be no reason to have the World Heavyweight Championship if Cody would have just beat Roman last fucking year. Cody would have been a part-time champion. Not saying Cody could not have been drafted to Raw, but the judgment they are drafted to fucking Raw. They have the immunity to go from Raw to SmackDown all the time because they are undisputed champions. If Cody had the undisputed title, there is no use for the World Heavyweight Championship. Why? Because he could go to Raw in SmackDown. You know why? Because he fucking wrestles already on both brands. What the fuck would the point be? You could have killed the dilemma. You would not have even needed the World Heavyweight Championship if Cody would have just won the fucking belt from the first place. <sighs> but let these fucking people say it. Roman needed to get to a thousand days. Roman needed to get to a thousand days. Now I gotta hear you niggas talk about how he needs to go to Hulk Hogan's record. Why? The longer this shit lasts with Roman's title reign, y'all realize y'all are going to eventually get tired of it. I know, I know. Y'all finally have Roman the way you want Roman. He's a heel. He, what if he turns face? Y'all don't like face champions. I know you don't. Because Seth Rollins is a face champion. And as much as this man has went out there every fucking night and done exactly what the fuck y'all tribal chief is supposed to fucking do, you shit on him every fucking night.
Rock should have fought Roman last year. He should have fought him last year. Or he could have fought him this year. If Roman dropped the fucking belts to Cody last fucking year. The dilemma that the WWE put themselves in after last fucking year is the biggest fucking blunder. People are saying this is the blunder. No, the fucking blunder is the fact that you let Roman keep the fucking belts when the fucking bloodline storyline was imploding. You could have just literally... Everything you've done with the bloodline storyline since WrestleMania 39, you could have continuously done. Jimmy and Jay leave the bloodline. Jimmy comes back because, like I said earlier, Jimmy wants to be the right-hand man. He wants to be the tribal heir, and he will... It's been that way since the moment he came back in the storyline. He's always wanted to be the tribal heir. He always wanted to be the right-hand fucking man. And now that he got passed over by his little brother, his twin, and now he's getting passed over by his other little brother, what the fuck do you think that's really doing to Jay's psyche? Paul Heyman knows what he's doing. Hey, man, you know what you should do. You should take out your brother for us. Because if you do that, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That might, that might get Roman to think about maybe making you the right-hand man. Maybe 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 making you the tribal heir. Been the same fucking storyline for Jimmy. The entire fucking storyline. He wants to be the right-hand man. You know what I noticed? Roman told Jay. Hey, man, we were, we were talking about making you the right-hand man. You know who the fuck had a problem with that? Paul, wise man, who had a problem with, with, with us making Jay the right-hand man? Paul was like, yeah, it was him. It was, it was your brother. He did not want you to be the right-hand man. He wanted to be the right-hand man. People ask this question. Why the fuck did Jimmy join back in the bloodline? Because he thinks he can finally be the right-hand man. Duh. The fuck? Y'all say, oh, I jumped the shark. Now you want to see the fucking conclusion of this man, this shit? Should have had it last year. It was better last year. Everything was in perfect alignment. You let Roman still be tribal chief. He beat The Rock, but then he lost the titles to Cody. Which prompts this year's Raw WrestleMania where The Rock could have got his get back. And beat Roman. But you fucked up the whole storyline because The Rock comes back. And he wants to jump in because, again, like I said, this has nothing to fucking do with The Rock now wanting to be a part of the storyline. I've had a problem with this storyline since WrestleMania 39 after he beat Cody. What the fuck was the point? Roman is not, this bloodline storyline has not gotten better. After Jay left, after Jimmy and Jay left, and Jay didn't left, we knew they weren't going to fight, have Jay fight Jimmy right away. So now you have a long ass storyline. Jay is now on Raw. Jimmy's now on SmackDown. They're never going to see each other. What the fuck is the point? You let Solo beat John Cena, and then five seconds later, had this man losing every fucking match since. The fuck is the point? <laughs> the fuck is the point? Oh my god, this is so stupid. 
This man beats John Cena and then proceeds to lose every fucking match he's been in. Okay. Okay. But Roman still has the championship. Roman's defended the title. The first three months, well, yeah, the first three months of the of the new year, Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania. The next time he defended the title was at SummerSlam. That was August. So May, June, July. I think it's been four months without defending the title. And then when he does defend the title, y'all have a complete other fucking collapse on their social media. How the fuck they let that happen? Why would Jimmy portray Jay? Now you got a problem with it. Now you got a problem with it. The next time we see Roman defend a title ain't until November. Crown Jewel. LA Knight, which I immediately said, I do not want to see this match. I like LA Knight. His rise to the to the to the to the main card, the top position. Should have never fucking had fought Roman Reigns. I still stand by that. Didn't make any sense. Meanwhile, I go back to when Cody tore his pectoral muscle. If Cody never gets injured, he goes to the adversity. It happens. He goes through the adversity. He gives y'all what y'all wanted. Because the reason why everybody kept screaming, well, Cody hasn't went through adversity. Okay. The only reason why you said that is because he got injured. If Cody didn't get injured before that Hell in a Cell match and he had stayed, would he have not gone through adversity for you? Would it not have made sense for him to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39? Cody goes through this long-ass year. Becomes the first man since Stone Cold Steve Austin in 26 years to win back-to-back. Think about that fucking history. There's been four people in WWE history that has won the Royal Rumble in consecutive fucking years. And you niggas really got the fucking nerve to sit there and say, but it's The Rock. It's the people's champion. Come on, we've been wanting this match for no. WrestleMania 37, Roman wasn't established at the Tribal Chief yet. That didn't make any sense. WrestleMania 38 could have happened, but Vince McMahon is stupid, and he thought that would make everybody like the fucking match even more because he had Roman and Brock again. I saw they said at three WrestleMania, at two WrestleMania before that WrestleMania, I was good on the match. I did not need to see that shit again. I'm good. I know who's probably going to win. I'm good. Last year was the perfect time to do it. There are two different stories going on that I just ran through that do not coexist with each other. If this coexists, it makes sense. But it doesn't coexist. And it does lead back to a SummerSlam match that happened in 2023. When Roman and Jay, because I watched this on YouTube just to make sure I wasn't tripping. 
Because I said this when WrestleMania happened, when SummerSlam happened. I said, when Roman and Jay finally said it's going to be tribal combat, when Jay told him this is going to be tribal combat, and Roman said, do, do the elders know about this? He said, there was this, idea. They were the, this was their ideals. When Roman got up out the chair, took the belt off, and said, you want to fight me for this? Come on, we've done this before. Let's go. And then he told him, no, no, no. It's tribal combat now. And Roman realized what he said and really listened to what he said. And he was like, And then he took the layoff, and he placed it on the title, and then he did the, and, 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 and then he saved Jay from getting speared by Solo, getting spiked by Solo, because that's what it was always about. It shifted. I don't know when it shifted to for when Roman cared more about being tribal chief than champion. And that is why it's two different stories. Roman cares about being tribal chief. Yeah, he cares about being champion. But more so because to be the champion keeps him that tribal chief. But like I said, when that happened in just a moment ago, Roman showed what he cared about. Tribal chief. That's why The Rock and him should fight. Because they both have the right to fight for Tribal Chief. The Rock has been the Samoan dynasty for years. Not a, not a Roman is the face of the Samoan dynasty. That makes total fucking sense to have them two fight. That's why last year was fucking perfect. Because the Bloodline storyline was starting to hit that crucial, it's about to collapse. The Roosters going to lose the titles. Roman's going to lose his. Perfect. If the Rock would have fought Roman last year at night one, lost, Roman would have still been tribal chief. And he could have held on to that. And then he dropped the titles the next night. And then the Rock could come back and say, hey, man, I need my rematch. Because you said to be the champion was why you needed to be tribal. That is why you're tribal chief. So how the fuck you try to achieve still if you ain't champion? How you try to achieve if you're not champion? Run me my one. I need my rematch, bro. Run, run my shit back. It would have been perfect. Boom. You would have had the night two main event. Rock Roman. Boom. Rematch. Boom. Now, it's just about the tribal chief. And also, you could have had it as tribal combat, which means Solo's not jumping in this. Jimmy's not jumping in this. And if they did, Jay runs out and stops him. See? But like I said when I first started this, Cody's story is about finishing with the title. And I am with everybody when they say, does it really need to be at WrestleMania? I totally get what you're trying to say. Because if the story is about the championship, why does it need to be at WrestleMania? That is 100% true. Cody should just be able to beat Roman at any major pay-per-view. Here's the problem with this. 
You made his ass go back the fucking back. The prize of the Royal Rumble is to headline WrestleMania. And you had him go back to back just to give it to The Rock? Fans are cool if you want to pivot. That's the word everybody's been using. Pivot. Okay, that's cool. But don't make us look stupid. Don't diminish the man's accomplishments. We got invested in this shit for a year. You told us to wait another year because Cody's going to beat Roman next fucking year. It's next year. It's next fucking year. Hi. It's 2024. We, we've been waiting for this shit to happen since last year, like you said. And now you... Oh, the Rock's here. We got, we got to give the Rock the match that he technically should have had last year, but because, yeah, he wasn't going over, and he knew he wasn't going over, and he knew Cody was going to win a title the next night, yeah, he didn't want to fight. Yeah, it was creatively, he couldn't. Oh, yeah, he also wasn't in rank shape. Okay. Okay. Nigga, I guess. The fuck? Cody's story is about the title. Roman Rock's story is about the head of the table. Two stories that do not need each other. So this is why I say continuously they do not need to be in a triple threat match. Whoever the fuck thinks that is the obvious decision is absolutely dumb. No. The Rock does not have nothing to do with Cody's story. I know what Cody said. I'm going to take everything away from you. <laughs> Cody could do that on his own. He doesn't need The Rock. Because Cody had Roman beat last year. It does not need to be a triple threat match. Let me get that shit out the way. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Let it be a triple threat match. No, 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 no. Because these two stories don't work with each other. They don't coexist. They don't make sense to be together. The Rock and Roman have a way different situation going on over here compared to what Cody's actually trying to do over here with Roman. They don't make sense to coexist. The, the, the Rock should just... Should just be the special guest referee. For fucking what reason? So he could cheat Cody out the fucking belt? No, 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 no. I'm good. I don't need that nigga. I don't need The Rock in the match at all when it comes to Cody and Roman. I don't want this nigga nowhere near the match. Bye. I don't need you. The fuck are you here for? This is the fucking dilemma. Is that there's two stories going on and WWE has been telling one for a good year yes has the bloodline storyline been going on longer of course it has has the bloodline storyline been more of an impactful storyline to WWE programming in the last couple of years 
course it has. Is the rock and roll man needed? For some of y'all, yeah. For me, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't give a fuck. Should it happen now? While this story that fans are clearly invested in, that fans are clearly claiming and saying, hey man, don't get me involved in this shit as a fan if you're just going to pivot when the fuck you feel like it. That's some Vic shit. The money's over here, so I'm going to go over here now. No, nigga, I want the story I was being told. You told me wait a year because Cody hasn't been through adversity. Okay, well, he went through it, and he won the Raw Rumble again. Uh, I'm going to need that adversity to pay off right the fuck now. He won. He doesn't need to wait for anyone. If you want Roman, go get him. That's the fucking point. That's the price of winning the Royal Rumble. Another thing that people keep screaming. Well, just cash it at the Royal Rumble. Well, cash it in at the Elimination Chamber. Well, fucking what reason? I won the Royal Rumble. The point of me winning the Royal Rumble was to go to WrestleMania and fight this motherfucker. You know, the same thing I did, I don't know, last year. <sighs> people. People, people, people. <sighs> the Rocket Roman work. Here's where I'm getting pissed off, though, also. Now, is what people's. I, like I said, I am a wrestling fan, so I watch all of the wrestling stuff. Watch Russell Talk. I watch everything, right? Been following this story since Friday night, right? Actually, been following this story since the Rock conversation even started up again. Last night was not a joke. That shit was real. They can cover it up as much as they can, but that was not a joke. And now you motherfuckers assume assume oh this is just a work they've been doing this for a while they've been planning this no no it wasn't do not lie to yourself this was never a work now it is now it the fuck is because WWE you literally hear people say I did not expect Rock to get booed last night really the most disliked video in your fucking company's history. And you think the fans were just bullshitting? Oh, they were just fucking around. They were just joking with y'all. Nah, man. We really want to see this fucking man. Are you fucking kidding me? Nigga, that was real. <laughs> you, mother, you know how much... You know 600,000 fucking people said, Yeah, I don't want that shit. Keep that shit over there. That is 600,000 fucking people. You know Nigga, YouTube, like they said on uh, Bullshit Over uh, uh, a Radio, you get to like dislike something one time on YouTube. This ain't no double tapping shit. This is one time. 600,000 people from 600 different thousand homes and mobile phones and all of this shit all disagreed with this decision. 
This was not a fucking work. This was a complete and utter fucking collapse. They fucked up. The Rock fucked up. And it's getting even worse. And that is why I said that earlier. It's getting worse. Y'all could get lied to and say, this is just a work. No, the fuck it's not. No, it's not. If it was a work, why the fuck did Cody look so goddamn hurt when this nigga came out and took his fucking match? Fuck out of here. Ain't no fucking work. That man took his fucking match, bro. You can spin it however fucking much you want to. He took the man match, bro. Fuck out of here. Now they want to say it was a work. Fuck out of here. When you hear them say, I didn't think that the fans would boo him. I did not think the fans would boo Rock like that. You didn't think the fans who have literally since Friday night, who for 48 hours straight had trended, we want Cody. You didn't think them fans was going to go to motherfucking Monday Night Raw and let it be vocally known. This is a stupid-ass decision. Change it the fuck back. But it's all about the people. <laughs> WWE runs this fucking notion that the crowd tells them what to do. The people tell them what to do. We always listen to the people. If you listen to the people, you would know this is a bad situation you're in. Get the fuck out of it while you can. That's why I told, as I said Sunday night, do not double down on this shit. Get out of it. Now it's a work. Fuck out of here. The rock ego is bruised. This is even what I said, why I said it made it worse. Because... The Rock became a part of TKO's board, WWE's board, January 3rd. He appeared on Monday Night Raw. Excuse me. He appeared on Monday Night Raw January 1st. So two days later, he became a part of WWE's board. He signed on the dotted line and said, the only reason why I'm becoming, the only way I become a part of this board is if I fight Roman Reigns. This man has a $30 million investment that he has to fight in 2024. Reports are coming out now that he's definitely fighting at WrestleMania. And it's going to be Roman. I don't give a fuck what the conjunction is. I don't care what people think. And what you what you have fathomed in your mind. The truth of the matter is, at the end of the day, The Rock's ego kicked in and thought he could just... The people love me. The people fuck with me. What? They're not going to get mad at me. Bullshit. Bullshit. He didn't think this was going to happen. He didn't think this was going to happen. Nobody in WWE thought this was going to happen. Except if this is true, that Cody Rose told them, this is a stupid decision. The fans are going to revolt. And they were like, hey, get the fuck out of here. It's The Rock. It's the people's champion. They ain't gonna 600,000 dislikes later. Damn near an entire Twitter fr frenzy, social media frenzy go nuts. 
we want Cody. Then last night, you hear that they were passing out, we want Cody signs. They made it become a work because they ain't stupid. Ten years ago, no matter how WWE want to now write it in their history books, this happened to them then. Daniel fucking Bryan. Now WWE want to spin a narrative like they did. Like, oh, Daniel Bryan was always part of the, 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 the we just wanted y'all to love him. Get the fuck out of here. No, it wasn't. You brought back Batista thinking that we would just forget about Daniel Bryan. You thought bringing back Batista, who just had the Guardians of the Galaxy, we, we were just going to forget about Daniel Bryan. Same fucking scenario, 10 years. How the fuck y'all do this to yourselves again? How the fuck you shoot yourselves in the foot again with the same fucking problem? Bro, it's cool if The Rock wants to fight a WrestleMania. It's even cool if he wants to fight Roman Reigns. Just not this WrestleMania. You can fight Roman at SummerSlam. I don't give a fuck. It's not at this one. The Rock's ego is completely and utterly fucked. He chose himself of creative over a storyline that has been going on for a year. But yes, I get it. The bloodline storyline. Great. But it doesn't make sense to do it right now. The fact of the matter is, you let this man go to Royal Rumble, even though you knew for what, two, three weeks that you already knew you were fighting Roman at Royal Rumble. So not only did you let this man go to the fucking Royal Rumble, win the fucking Royal Rumble, and then pull his shit. You look more and more like the fucking idiot than anything. You look like Vince McMahon. Fuck it. You look like Vince McMahon. You look like you took the money over the actual creative process. You could have built the Bloodline storyline, bro. To an end. You could have built it perfectly to an end. Everything is already crumbling. Jimmy could lose to Jay, which is forces Roman to say, hey, you got the bloodline, bro. Solo spikes him. Now Jimmy don't know what to do. Goes to Raw and say, hey, Jay, man, listen, I'm sorry. I, 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 I might have fucked up. Now he's trying to earn his brother's trust back. Boom. You got the Usos back together. Solo now is officially the right-hand man. Nobody else in the family that can stop that. Solo starts to get on a winning streak. Wins the U.S. title from L.A. Knight if he fights Logan Paul or WrestleMania. Then he starts to realize, you know what? I am ready. Something that Cody told him last year. You ain't ready. I am ready. He decides to go to SummerSlam and fight Cody. But then Roman comes back. And says, hey, cuz, I'm going to need that, I'm gonna need that, uh, that match from you. Yeah, I didn't get my rematch from, from Cody because I lost at WrestleMania. I'm, I'm going to need that rematch. Which creates Solo now having doubt in Roman. And he's like, I won this match for Square. Like, what the fuck? Like, what he, Rock is doing to Cody, Solo, Roman could do that to Solo, but in a storyline sense. Roman comes back and is like, yo, I'm still the tribal chief. 
I still I, I, like you. You still have to listen to me, which creates Roman's paranoia because you're not the driver chief. You lost the title. What the fuck are you talking about? But it plans the seed of Solo, and then the Rock comes out, causes Roman a belt. Solo does not help Roman with the Rock's distraction. You go on a couple months, Rock and Roman fight at WrestleMania. Solo betrays Roman. Now you got Solo and Roman for another WrestleMania. Boom. And at some point, Roman, well, Solo can actually win a title at some point. Maybe the WWE Championship. Maybe the World Heavyweight Championship. You killed a storyline. Two storylines. This is the problem. They killed two storylines in one fucking segment. I've never, I've, I have never seen complete utter stupidity. They killed two storylines in one sec. It's a work. Fuck out of here. Ain't no fucking work. Thursday is going to be the most interesting day as a wrestling fan. Of all time. The Rock. Better figure out a way. To maneuver this shit. Because you think getting booed. At NXT. Vengeance Day. When you ain't there. A Monday night. When you ain't there. A tonight probably. When you ain't there. Or NXT. You might think. Getting booed. When you ain't physically there. Is one thing. Imagine getting booed. When you are there. That is what's going to break him. They're getting booed when you ain't there. Okay, it is what it is. But as soon as I walk on a stage, they going to clearly fuck with me. If he gets booed in Vegas, of all places, oh, that's going to break his fucking soul. That's going to hurt him. Oh, he going to cry. He might <laughs> shut up out of tune in. He might cry. Rock might fucking physically cry. Like, he might, he might be like, no, 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 Yeah. That's the thing. Everybody is down jumping on this. I want to see the Rock and Roman. It's nostalgia. The Rock is, this is not 20 years ago Rock. This is literally, this ain't 24 years ago the people's champion. This is a 51-year-old man that hasn't wrestled in a decade. In an actual wrestling match, a long wrestling match, he hasn't wrestled in a fucking decade. And you keep screaming, I want that match. For fucking what reason? I broke down every scenario for why reason. For why I needed to do that. And I needed to do it because I think people need to hear that. They need to understand. That these are two different storylines. That do need a conclusion. The problem is, one storyline needs a conclusion... A little bit more than the other. You can drag the Bloodline storyline on. Without Roman being champion. You cannot drag Cody Rose's story. For another fucking year. Or another four months. Or you need to get this shit over with. Because as much as he's a baby face. The worst thing you can do. Is turn him into a guy nobody cares about. 
Oh, you don't think that can happen? Okay. I've seen more stories when it has. I've been watching wrestling my whole life. I know it can. One story needs to get to a conclusion way more than another. We shall see what the fuck they do. One thing I will always say, though, do not make this a triple threat match. It makes no sense. Why the fuck would you do that? It's stupid. Because if Cody wins the match, does that now make him the tribal chief? Of course fucking not. That's stupid. But who am I? I just watch wrestling my whole life. Anyway, I'm Brandon Janu. This is Wrestling Life. We guys enjoyed this. Peace.